2: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. 29 ESPN.
3: Now, 929 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist.
1: You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. I ain't getting no interviews.
3: It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from The Daily Memphian and The Jeff Calkins Show.
4: I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good.
3: On 92.9 FM, ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly Ice to never drop We're on a rampage Bubbles popping up Before you know it There's rubble in the 'Cause will be pushing it up Somebody say
5: Morning, everybody, happy Tuesday. To <coughs> is no Today on the show, we got uh, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. Our man in Washington, D.C., Charles Fishman. Fish on Friday on Tuesday at 10.30. That'll be the second hour. First hour, it's just us. Last night was uh, remarkable, Jeffrey. Even this morning, too, I took the dogs for the walk. And it was cool. Like it was actually at like nine. Did you smell football in the air? I, I, I don't know if that even, what it was, but I honestly it was maybe it was football in the air, but it wasn't every walk I've done recently was sticky. Mm-hmm. This was not. It was cool. And this morning wasn't awful either. Like it's I don't know. We could have rained throughout the week. It's a big day over the golf tournament today, Jeffrey, because the uh commissioner is flying in and um meeting with the players, that's this afternoon, will Tiger be there or will he not? I'm I'm
1: guessing no, but I don't feel strongly one way or the other. It's like it's a toss-up to me. I would lean
5: no. With all due respect, I mean, it'll certainly be a thing if he's there, but the whole point of Tiger was whether he was going to play in Memphis, not whether he was going to come to Memphis to not be publicly available. Like, I— Justin Timberlake could come to Memphis and not be publicly available. Taylor Swift could come to Memphis and not be publicly available. And it wouldn't really – like, the whole point was for 20 years, we wanted Tiger Woods to play in Memphis.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with, with you. Who really – Because Mark Mark was trying to spin it to me on Saturday, and I was like, Mark, it's just like him going to, like, an office.
5: Like, it, it's not as – you know what I mean? Like, Well, I mean, it's – I'm not criticizing – Mark wrote a column about it. I'm not criticizing the column at all or whatever else. I'm just saying that this is not – it's not even – like, if the goal was to have him play in Memphis, mm-hmm. this is not even a consolation. This is not. This is nothing. Like, this is not, this is, oh, interesting. Tiger right. Woods is here he for the meeting. He happens to
1: be here because there is a because meeting, meeting is taking
5: here. place here. He's not in Memphis. It has nothing to do with Memphis, and people can't see him. They can't get his autograph. They, like, he's just popping into Memphis. Correct. In the same way, yeah. It's not even, like. At least when a presidential candidate comes to Memphis, whatever. When Trump was wherever the hell he was in Millington, and then he was in Minnes, and he was in Mississippi, right? Where'd yeah, I thought it was yeah Mississippi. But like, then yeah. he's talking to Memphians, sure. and like we can you can you can wave to him. It's, and a, buy public a, and it's a public appearance. It's a public appearance. Yeah, this is
1: not a public appearance.
5: I guess other yeah. So uh, I mean, I'll be interested in whether he's there. It'll be it'll. Be I mean, a, it's news it'll because be more it's more of a scene. Here's the other question: We were talking about this at the Daily Memphian. How much of a story? Is any of this in Memphis? Yeah, I, I'm. I, to me, I think it's the
1: exact same thing that we're talking about with Tiger Woods. It's not Memphis centric. It's Memphis is where it happens to be taking place. Okay,
5: so last year at the golf tournament, when all this was, there was there were the, there were proceeding legal proceedings going on. Correct. I did write about it because hey, I was writing about the golf tournament, and this was all unfolding in Memphis. Then, of course. Wasn't it a question of what the field was like? Correct. Then, so you then had, it this, had an you impact had the three on the field. Players what was that happening? Been, they wanted to be able to play.
1: They were, they were attempting, attempting an to get an injunction that was occurring in uh, Silicon Valley.
5: Right. And, so they could play here. Correct. So it had an impact on the Memphis field. Correct. Whereas nothing that happens today will have any impact on the Memphis field. Correct. I do think... The fact that Rory will be talking about this in Memphis or whatever, I presume, like after the meeting or someone, like players will be spilling out of the meeting and talking, makes it something that Memphis outlets will cover. If whereas, if it were happening at last week at the Windham, they wouldn't. We wouldn't have right. Yes, but it's just because it's unfolding here. It's, Correct. It's weird that this on, is the location this of is that the on the meeting eve yet. of yet another golf tournament, and in terms of what it means for Memphis in the future, like or the field in the future? Eh, like it is if the live golfers are back, that has impact on the Memphis tournament ultimately. So depending how this plays out it does have some impact on the on the tournament in Memphis ultimately. The truth of the matter is though, the real the tournament in Memphis and the future of the tournament in Memphis and whatever else is really just in the hands of FedEx. Correct. One hundred percent. If they want to keep sponsoring it, it'll be in Memphis. And if the other they don't, reason why, why today
1: the other reason why today is not as like today, honestly, in my opinion, is not even as big as last year was, because in the end, this is the commissioner meeting with the tour, and he's basically just gonna have to sit there and take shots, right? But nothing's Nothing been decided. Be
2: decided. Correct.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's basically gonna be like an opportunity for. Players to air their grievances. Well, that'll that'll be happening today. And uh, oh, there's some other stuff that's happening today. Hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Use tonight, right? That that Indeed. happens today. J-A-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Johnny Manziel. A documentary comes out tonight. Kind of interesting there, but otherwise uh, a fairly quiet day in sports. You know what? Let's uh, let's play. Believe it or not. Now
3: it's time for believe it. Or not.
0: Believer. I don't even know if I believe. No, I'm a believer. Or
3: not. Believe it
5: or not. On the Jeff Calkins Show. In a redraft of the 2019 NBA draft, Jeffrey, Jaron Jackson Jr. would go second. Believe it or not. I say this, of course, as we watched him last night against Puerto Rico. 12.7 rebounds. Got in a little foul trouble there in the second half. Two blocks. As a tradition. As a tradition. They only get five in uh, international play. Uh, U.S. wins 117 to 74. Next game, Saturday uh, against Slovenia as they continue to play. That's you mean the 2018 draft, correct? I mean, I'm sorry, the 2018. Was 20, draft. I was like. Yes, 2018 draft. 2018 draft. Did I say 2019? 2018 draft. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. would go number Two. Believe it or not, I think I believe that because
1: I'm trying to. I'm. I think we still would agree. Luca's going I number one. I think Luca's going one. I, I still think, think
5: Luca's going one.
1: I. I believe Jaron would go ahead. I believe Jaron would go ahead of Trey Young. He would obviously go ahead of DeAndre Ayton.
5: DeAndre Ayton right. and Marvin one, Bagley. There's one who you could argue. Mikael Bridges, Shea gilgus Alexander. He went 11. Yeah, and I
1: think that would be beauties in the eye of the beholder. What you what you want? Correct. I still think Jaron would probably go two, but you could talk me into a team saying, "Well, we value the perimeter, and Shea's a perimeter guy, and he goes ahead of him." But I th- I think Jaron's consistency has been better than Shea's,
5: I, and 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 he is emerging. I mean, that's what's f- what's fun about this right now is it's Jaron as. God, he's taken some crap over the years from some of you. Let's be honest. Raise your hand out there. When, was it a year ago? Literally a year ago when he got off to sort of a slow start? Trade him. Not worth a contract. I heard that a year ago. Early on, mm-hmm. he looked clumsy off a little offensively. And, and certainly a couple of years ago, people were totally down on him. Uh, and now uh, he is emerging as a focal point of this... Team, and um, it's just fun to watch, honestly. It is, it is, score the first, first points of the basket. It is fun to watch. It's also, by the way, first of all, this is a Chris Wallace selection. So, uh, talk about the guy who's taking the beating here, right? Before he left, he, um, now you can argue, whatever they, they, they you know, could have, could have tried to. To get the trade for Luka. But in the end, you look at this draft, you realize the NBA draft. It's not an exact science. Is, is a freaking. So it's DeAndre 8-1. Disappointing, right? Yeah, but no, like, n- not a
1: mistake. Not as disappointing as like Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley, Bagley yes. 2,
5: who by the way, a lot of people were shouting for. Mm-hmm. Right? Luka 3. Jaron 4. Trey Young, five, empty calories there. Good, good, good. You can't argue. Like, good. Mm-hmm. You can argue because they could have had Luca, but beyond that. And then it's, this is why it's also important to get, like, how far you fall mattered. And I remember Chris Wallace saying, well, you know, we need to be in the top four. Yep. And you're like saying, come on, is there really the bigger difference? Six was Mo Bamba. Mm-hmm. Seven was Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah eight was Colin Sexton, nine was Kevin Knox, then Mikkel Bridges, then Shea Gellix-Alexander, then Miles Bridges, then Jerome Robinson, Michael Porter Jr., Troy Brown Jr. We're still in the lottery here. Zaire Smith, Dante DiVincenzo, Lonnie Walker IV is 18, Kevin Herter is 19, Joshua Kogi is 20, Grayson Allen is 21, Chandler Hutchison, 22, Aaron Holiday, 23, Anthony Simons, good pick at 24. Uh, Moritz Wagner at 25. Landry Schammett, Robert Williams third, Jacob Evans. It's just a total crapshoot, it feels like. Well it's not a crapshoot because people do have conviction about players. In the same way that when the Grizzlies picked Desmond Bain, you can look at who was picked before or after Desmond Bain and say, what a crapshoot. Except for the, the Grizzlies wanted Desmond Bain. It wasn't a crapshoot. It wasn't just luck. It was, but my God. There's many here's the point. There's many more misses than hits, even in the lottery.
1: Yes. And it's the other thing that's obvious. Like, even okay, let's say, let's say someone wants to take Shea too, which is a reasonable position to hold, it's still very clear that Jaron was the, the best big in that entire draft.
5: And just what what a what a great pick. Yeah. What a great pick. Uh and fun to watch him uh and fun to watch him ascend on this stage. Uh Jeffrey, you believe that Cal and Stanford will end up in the ACC. Believe it or not. I think I don't believe that. Do not believe that. And this, of course, comes with reports that Cal and Stanford are in preliminary discussions, very preliminary discussions with the ACC, or the ACC is having preliminary discussions about whether to add Cal and Stanford. What's your, that was really the only realignment, quote-unquote, news that emerged yesterday. What's your analyses how does this make sense?
1: So the, the argument, if you're going to make the argument, the argument would be, if the ACC is looking at the landscape, standing pat and doing nothing leaves you vulnerable. So you go and you add two West Coast schools and you keep your television partner, ESPN, happy because now they can have more, they'll have the opportunity to have the late, the late game windows. But I just don't know how you spin this. Like, I don't, I don't know how you would actually make this work. I mean, w- what are we, what are we going to call this? Like the pack with two C's, the PACC. Like, <laughs> like, what, what, what are we doing this? Like the well.
5: So, um, again, it, it, like, does does Rutgers and Oregon work? Like, um, but, no, but like, it, they did work
1: in their own in taken individually like yes we can all agree Rutgers to the Big Ten adds little to no value but Rutgers was at a
5: very specific
1: no
6: no point I'm asking
5: a- in terms of geography if you're saying if you're talking about the ge- geographical spread Correct. Rutgers traveling to Oregon is no picnic
1: either. right
6: but I'm
5: talking about the
1: additions at least like adding Oregon and Washington made sense
5: why is the ACC adding Stanford and Cal other I, I, than... Hey, in the end, well, well, I, I think the argument would be, first of all, I'm skeptical too. So I find yeah. uh, that. And the main reason is, is that, as we know, everything is driven by TV money. So this will only be if ESPN wants it to happen, in which case it then could happen. Although Cal and Stanford are sufficiently robust academic institutions, they, they might possibly um, realize how ridiculous it is and say no. But I think... Here would be a reason. ATV wants it for whatever reason. Or B, the ACC knows that what's coming is departures, right? And so they're girding themselves against departures. Florida State might be leaving. Clemson might be leaving. So let's go ahead and add to build in a cushion before those, play- those people those. So treating flee. it
1: like the Big Ten treated USC and UCLA at the time that they added them.
5: I guess, although they have independent value. The Big right. Ten have USC and UCLA have a real independent value. The idea here would be, listen, we're going to lose some. So let's – and and Stanford and Cal academically certainly fit with Duke and North Carolina and what they like – how the Virginia and how they like to think of themselves, uh-huh. the ACC, how they like to think of themselves. So that would be the argument. I'm, I'm not persuaded necessarily either way. I just don't see how it adds value. I mean, in the end, the – Fox made the
1: decision. They could. The Big Ten wanted to add these two schools, in addition to Washington, and Oregon, and Fox passed. I just find it hard to believe that ESPN is going to sit Say there and we go. we need them. Like they're yes. just
5: not compelling. That's the problem. If we, if it's, they're, if that's what drives it, they're not compelling. Uh the Michigan Wolverines, the school with the greatest fight song in the land. Second best. Will end up in the college football playoff this year believe it or not i ask that because they are the are coaches two. poll came out yesterday georgia won michigan two and then uh after that it's uh Bama three, Alabama Ohio, Ohio State. State and LSU yeah that was the top five i i
1: think i believe this solely because jeff let me read you this schedule Okay, we know Jim Harbaugh is going to miss the four games to start. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and And, and again, who's tougher? The ones Penny Penny's going to miss tougher games than Jim Harbaugh's. Hundred percent. Yes. So Harbaugh will be missing East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, all at home, as well as Rutgers to open the Big Ten slate at home. His first game back will be at Nebraska, at Minnesota, Indiana, at Michigan State, Purdue. And then their first real game is at Penn State on November 11th, sandwiched, uh, you've got a, of course, big trap game at Maryland, November 18th, and then Ohio State at home. I contend even if they go 11-1, and they're still probably getting in when you look at the landscape. So I think that they're still a playoff team.
5: They're a playoff team and Ohio State's a playoff team? I'll say in this
1: format only one gets in, and that, but I think Michigan's going to beat Ohio State. The game's at home. It's in November. Like, I just think that—I think right now Ohio State has a bullying problem. That they're going to get bullied. They're going to get bullied. Yes. and As it, they have the last two years. I mean, it's— depend- Yes. And to me, like, you look at the—that is—that's the, that is, the cakest schedule you've ever seen because— Michigan under Harbaugh has always had pretty good success against Penn State. And so, like, that's the other really tough game. But that's been a team that they've matched up extremely well with. And their offense and defensive lines are, like, awesome. And they've got enough playmakers on the outside. Like, I just don't think the rest of the league in that league can keep up with them.
5: Is there anything else about the top 20, again, who cares, but is there anything else about the top 25 that struck you? Texas A&M was in it. Correct. Um, I mean, I
1: think like when you look at it, it's like the first 12 teams are teams that are rumored to be either SEC or Big Ten. Like I feel like that's just going to become more of the norm. I know that Clemson and Florida State are in there, but it seems like those two teams both likely won out of the ACC. I just think that that's the way this thing is trending where the top of the sport is just going to separate from the rest of the sport.
5: All right. Uh, you uh, you think Kevin Brown deserved to be suspended? Believe it or not. Kevin Brown, of course, uh, is uh, on the Orioles broadcast or has been on the Orioles broadcast. Not last night. Wasn't last night, and it was sort of mysterious. And then it was reported... On Awful Announcing, I think. Is that the name of the site? Awful Announcing reported that he'd been suspended. And I confess, when I listened to the audio, I was confused. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear anything in this that deserved to get
6: Kevin Brown suspended. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in. But the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three. And they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two at the top this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years, Combined, it is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad race team. It's not like all of a sudden the race uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place.
5: Off with your head, Can, uh, uh, Jeffrey. What? What? So what I, was in I there. don't what was believe this
1: so strongly that I thought I had been missing something. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. He's suspended well, like, for and that then, But then I sat two there and weeks. go, "There is no way that whoever the decision maker is, which let's be honest, it's clearly ownership.
5: It's the owner. How? Like, what is there to even be thin-skinned about? It's just saying, man, it's been a rough go here. It's putting and into historical context. Now we're about context. to win this series for the first. How in the? By the way, can you imagine? Let Let us thank." Uh, I don't agree with the way the Grizzlies do everything in their public facing uh, uh, universe, but let us be grateful that they don't. <laughs> Can you imagine the Grizzlies suspending Pete Pranica for saying, boy, it's been a while since the Grizzlies have beaten whoever? You know, like. Well, it, it's also adding. It's astonishing. All that that was doing was in a. That's in, like. Adding That's, context to their current success, correct, to, to showing like where they are, what a celebration that should right. be. If if it had been before the Orioles got good, even then you wouldn't have suspended. Boy, uh, they never went here. Correct. Um, it's like it's like when my Bills never beat the Pats, yes. right? When they finally beat the Pats, but if if you do it when you're in the, you know, the 18th year in a row you've lost the Pats. Well, I can see that's a little humiliating, but, but you, you, you still get, you make it, the argument you still piling it. on. But yes, yeah, but still, but here it's only enhancing the, the triumph. Isn't that yes, incredible.
1: I mean, my first reaction it's is just there
5: had to be something. There had else. to be something more, because if that is what the suspension is for, no one's denying it, and every it's amazing. There's now high, we could have played highlights from. Major League broadcasts across the country last night, where everyone went on the, in on the Orioles. For now, of course, they're defending one of their own, but they're defending one of their own on absolutely irrefutable grounds. Correct.
1: And to me, this is such an absurd decision that Major League Baseball should absolutely punish Oriole ownership. They should suspend. Yes,
5: they should punish. Oriole like this
1: ownership. is this is like you cannot that. have this type of situation. There's nothing in there that. There's nothing in there that they should
5: punish the Orioles.
1: Ownership. Ownership. Yes. Because that that is unacceptable. Like you can't have, you can't essentially. Then you just start having like, what do you want? State media? Like I don't even. But that my thing is, that's not even like that wasn't even like in a gray area.
5: Uh, Jeffrey. The world is piling on the U.S. women's national soccer team. Believe it or
6: not.
1: Uh, I do not believe that. I think there are corners of the Internet that are piling on, and I think uh, much like Orioles' ownership, there's uh, some uh, U.S. national women's team supporters that are extremely thin-skinned. Like, it was a disappointing, historic, terrible performance, and you're going to get called out for it. But I also think that the – it's this – Reality that we live in, where someone makes a comment, and then these corners of the internet start fighting with each other, and it amplifies this argument that no one's really having.
5: Well, I, I so I guess my view, well, well it, it, it isn't just corners of the internet. It's it's President Trump is saying they lost because they're that's woke. Cool. That's a that's not the Trump really a is corner. a corner of the internet. <laughs> he's a big, he's yes. a pretty big corner of the internet. So um I mean, I don't, then, but I don't it, it is Trump. weird. It is weird. Is that Bill Simmons? He's not supposedly on break, and he came back to, 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 to rip them. Um, but you know what? I hate to say this. I, I th- the, the idea that they lost because they're woke is just the stupidest thing in the world. It's any, n- any more than they won last time because they're because they're quote unquote wholeheartedly pro- agree because they're woke or progressive right. or whatever. They have their opinions, and you can agree or disagree with their opinions. Their opinions are not why they won. And let's be honest: if you're saying, do they? If, 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 if what is driving their, if their opinions are, if their opinions, that's true too, if their opinions are driving their performance, their performance over time has been dramatically fabulous. And so their opinions have been rewarded, Agreed. right? But that's not what's driving any of it. Right. They're either good or not good based on their soccer abilities, the coaching, the managing, whatever else, and their opinions had nothing to do with it what happens in america though is and this is just true we like winners and we pile on losers it's just they're not even losers but we do like we especially ce- like we celebrate it, winners but if you're a loser who's supposed to win fashion. and and it's like the it's like the the allen iverson men's olympic team Yes. they got crushed correct in a way that if they win you're like whatever they're supposed to win right They're when they're supposed to win here, actually the U S women's soccer team has been celebrated gloriously and appropriately, but it has been a wildly celebrated team. You got Nike campaigns around them. Like they've gotten plenty of celebration. And then it's, this is America, ladies and gentlemen, when you fall on your face, people are going to rip you and is people are going to quote unquote maybe even pile on especially when it's just uh, the way it goes I and mean, there's also the element like especially when you're outspoken. Yeah, maybe more so when you're outspoken. It's just, if, I think like, like it, maybe when Hugh Freeze when Hugh yeah. Freeze collapses, he gets more attention yes. than when a just you know a regular old coach collapses. If you're out there a little bit,
1: Hugh Freeze gets more attention during a collapse than like Brett Bielema does. Yeah,
5: but it has nothing. To, again, and that, that that's not why they win. It's not why they lose. And it's same thing. It's the same thing here. Not why they won. Not why they lost. So are they getting piled on? Well, hey, it's America. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, we. And when you fall on, your, fall on your ass... I mean, we do the, hey, it's
1: America, but, like, nowhere was... Like, when you compare this to the
5: English team, the English men's team... Well, that's a little different, because that's what something... Here's the truth. That's something that in England they really care about. Sure. Right? So, if you take something... In Boston, the Red Sox stink. Mm-hmm. They really care about that. They'll destroy that. Team. Yeah, see, see, Here, the Yankees we and really Mets right only this year. cared yeah. about them because they lost. We didn't. America doesn't really. Well, I, we would have cared if they won, <laughs> or if they were briefly, yeah, briefly. But like in England, on the this this equivalent program on England, they're talking about it every day for the two hours. Yeah,
1: That's I think different though, a, than another the men's big year. part of this is like we had to wake up early to watch this team lose.
5: Most of us just didn't.
1: Correct. <laughs> Let's, But that honest. also, now, nobody, like, that's back to my really original point. Nobody really woke up early.
5: Um, so, um, hey, you know what uh, on Twitter or X, you know what the letters, the abbreviation IJBOL stands for. Believe it or not. I, I'm learning this. I'm trying to keep us current, man. IJBOL. I do not know. Well, it's the latest, and you know how I try to keep up. Yeah, no, and you're always on top of all <laughs> trends. Yes. I am cutting. If I am nothing, if not cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Well, first there was LOL, Jeffrey. Yes. Then which came next? LMAO, laughing my ass off, mm-hmm. or R O F L, rolling on the, on the floor, floor laughing. laughing which, I remember LMAO.
1: Order. I remember LMAO before I remember rolling on the floor laughing. And did you ever use any of
5: these? I uh, used LOL, I think even I've though used... let's be honest. Often, usually, when you type LOL, you are not in fact LOLing, right? Don't you think that's true? Yeah, I've used
1: LOL, but now it's almost like you use LOL like sarcastically, like when right, he, uh, yeah, it's LOL. like this, yeah, like, LOL, boom-boom.
5: yeah, right, yeah, ah. LOL. I have you ever, in terms of accuracy, whether they accurately summarize what you how, your reaction to something lol there occasionally if you lol there occasionally you will laugh out loud there is something i have in my life sure. laughed out loud i have in my life laughed my ass off mhm i not literally but everything that implies mm-hmm. roll on the floor laughing never done that really no i don't think i have And either. i've never typed that mhm i j b o l i just burst out laughing okay you're gonna, you, are you are you going to use IJBOL? Probably not because I don't even use really Never. the L-O-L. other ones. Like, what yeah. do you respond with now? Ha, 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 if something's actually I do, funny. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I do ha, ha, ha. I do ha, ha, ha. What else do you use? Use the thumbs up?
1: Yes. Do you use the well, heart? That, well, not the emoji. I use, like, the light. Like, if you're sending me something that does If I send you a
5: text and right, you just want to acknowledge
1: that right. you got it, do like, you do hey, a thumbs need, up? You, like, when you send me, like, hey, I need you to get this. Usually yeah, what do you I'll do? Just, Usually I'll send you thumbs up. Like, yeah, that's
5: what I like. The thumbs the message. up. Yes. I probably do the thumbs up more than anything. Occasionally, the heart. I'll do the heart occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, very rarely, LOL. Yeah, but like if that's but if, ha, like... ha, ha, ha. I'll do ha, the ha, The heart's
1: ha. if, like, someone sends you a great video and you want <sighs> to, like, let them know, like, thank like you for Like the one sitting. of the Golden
5: Retriever? Have Correct. you seen this
2: one? Of course. <laughs> there
5: is. The, the problem with... There's one out there, ladies and gentlemen, today, and if you want to just Google Golden Retriever Burglar, mm-hmm. right? And it is of a... I guess burglar. Like, does he look like he's burgling? What's he stealing? Suspicious. Is he stealing a bike? Uh, he, well, he 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 walks into a and the garage is open. He walks into apparently, and it seems to be captured on like a ring camera or something.
1: Yeah, one of the, and, Yeah, and he
5: walks into an open garage, and this very cheerful golden retriever mm-hmm. does what a golden retriever would do: walks up and wags his tail. Mm-hmm. And the guy starts talking to this and says, you're the coolest dog ever. Mm-hmm. Where's your dad? He shouldn't. We'll here we are. Dog comes out. And it's a fat golden retriever, Fat, too. yeah. No, no, We don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not a lot. Of-
6: because you're so cool. Come here.
1: <laughs> so the San Diego Police Department are saying that this is a burglary suspect. So, yes. They are saying it's a burglary suspect. Yes. <laughs>
5: Yeah, he did he said, you're the coolest dog ever. And Correct. he he rolls on the ground like he 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 scratches his ears. Yes. And then it appears what he does is take a bike. Mm-hmm. Yes. He takes a bike and leaves with the bike. Correct. Or yes, is attempting. After petting, of course, the good dog. After petting, of course, the very good dog. All right, we gotta take a break. Chris Harrington's gonna be uh joining us straight up at ten o'clock. Uh, Fish on Friday on Tuesday in the second hour. Uh, We got NFL news. We'll talk about that next. Jeff Gawkins, here, 92.9 FM ESPN.
2: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. The U.S. women's soccer team is now out, and now the World Cup is wide open. With the defending champs gone, the new betting favorite is now England. But here's who I like, whoever wins the quarters between Sweden and Japan. Both teams are in form and have the better odds. Sweden went from plus 1,600 to plus 1,200 with their win over the U.S., and Japan is currently the third favorite to win at plus 450. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today.
4: Get in the zone, AutoZone AutoZone is more than a parts store It's where we help you solve problems Like, sorry I'm late, my battery died And
7: <sighs> I need a jump, again
4: At America's number one battery destination You can find the right battery at the right price With options starting at only $89.99 And we offer free battery testing and charging Whenever you need it Get the parts and help
0: you need to get the job
4: done right At AutoZone Get in the zone, AutoZone
0: Restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father in law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy.
7: Oh, is that a new phone? Yeah, I just got it at T-Mobile. Their Go 5G Plus plan gives me the same awesome phone deals as new customers. Nice. And when I want a new phone, I'll be upgrade ready in two years.
4: <laughs> I'm so jealous. I just found out I'm stuck with my carrier for the next three years to keep my phone deal. Three years?
2: That's a seriously long time. Your kid will have started and finished middle school by then. Yeah, and he'll need a new phone. I gotta get to T-Mobile. That one! With T-Mobile's Go 5G Plus, you get
3: an amazing plan where new and existing customers always get the same great device deals and can upgrade every two years instead of three. All on America's largest 5G
2: network. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out more. Get 2-year device financing with Go5G Plus. Unlike some carriers that require 3 years to get their best phone offers. Coverage not available in some areas. See details at tmobile.com.
6: We're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at their real estate agency. What do you say to someone who tells you that they don't want to buy right now because interest rates are so high?
1: Yeah, if I'm sitting in front of you, I'm going to ask you, what do you think the payment difference is? Typically they say, "I don't know, $1,000 more." The truth is 5% to 7% equates to $125 per 100,000 financed. Why is that relevant in Memphis? Because our median home sale price is still pretty low. It's around Mm -hmm. 300K. So it's not very much.
6: So what's the next step they need to take?
1: So step one would be, let's figure out what your approximate mortgage payment would be on that new house at the new interest rate. And then let's look at the equity position that you're in. Most consumers have an inordinate amount of equity right now. And so you can kind of take that equity and offset the payment difference in a higher interest rate temporarily until the rates have some consistent pattern.
6: Whether you're buying
1: or selling, you need Jennifer Carsonson in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency, 901-625-5200, or email them. It's sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com.
4: Staples presents a lesson in back-to-school savings. Your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. So when you return your Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. So you can save even more on top of huge back-to-school deals. Like right now, 24-pack Crayola crayons and marble comp books are each just 50 cents. Staples gives you more ways to save even more. 50-cent offers limit 30 and end 826. Comp books in-store only. Pricing and limits may vary in-store and online. Amazon return offer in-store only. Exclusions apply.
6: you did.
3: The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup Playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Bike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
5: All right, back on the Jeff Coakley show. Got Chris Harrington strip ten o'clock. Chris, uh, Charles Fishman after that, but we do have NFL news, including Jeffrey tonight. The debut of Hard Knocks. Your level of excitement? One, not at all. Ten, off the chain.
1: Five point one, because obviously with Hard Knocks, I've obviously got to watch it because watch. it's it's football. I do not have high expectations for the seasons because the Jets have been kicking and screaming about not wanting hard knocks. With that said, I'm always going to give Hard Knocks a chance and then I'll make like if I think that they're getting good access, whatnot, I I will stick with it, but I am I'm going in with very, very tempered expectations.
5: Um
1: how much of Aaron Rodgers do you expect to see? So I think they're gonna get a, catch a little bit of a break. If this goes through the Hall of Fame game, because Rodgers did audio with NBC and whatnot. Do you think it'll
5: go through the Hall of Fame game?
1: I I'm hoping it does. It, these things are usually pretty like pretty current. Yes. And because the Hall of Fame game was Thursday, that's enough time to, to cut footage and whatnot. So I think it's gonna be like a lot of Aaron Rodgers' adjacent things. I don't. Don't think it's going to be a ton of, like, sit-downs with Aaron Rodgers. With that being said, if I'm the HBO crew, I've I've always said this, like, just stick the camera and microphone in front of Rodgers. Sometimes he can't help himself.
5: Um, Will it address the Sean Payton controversy? I suspect it will because those were addressed somewhat publicly publicly. You know, you had Rodgers. So so you think it'll just be the, the public audio or will we see behind the scenes, hey, do you see what Sham Sean Payton's like as it ripples through the locker room? You'll you'll I suspect what you're gonna see is the podium shots of everyone
1: talking, and then you'll probably have the occasional uh it's usually when guys are stretching out on the field, like before. Oh right. They'll be stretching and say, see, see what Sean
5: Payton said? Yeah, yeah. what a, what a, what a Right. Okay. Will it? Will it, Will it include any firing back at Sean Payton that we haven't already seen, other than the already public audio? I don't think anything that we that like we might see like a different version of it. But I don't think it's going to be anything. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. Will Aaron Rodgers come across as an incredibly helpful, supportive teammate in this uh, production? I think so because I think right now he's on good behavior. He's on, I, I think he is being a, t- a supportive head, but that will certainly be highlighted. But, like, did you see, so Zach Wilson completed that 157-yard pass yeah. in, the la- in the Hall of Fame game, and in the post game he had shut shout-out to Aaron Rodgers. He, 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 mm-hmm. that, will, that will be included, will it not? Yes, if the, I completely agree. If that agree. game yes. is included, that will be included.
1: Yes, 100%.
5: Do you have any thought on who a secret star might be?
1: Sauce Gardner. Sauce, sauce is sauce's Yeah. Very good talker. Um, and he's a good player, obviously, too. I think that's where a uh, Garrett Wilson maybe. I think you could get some sauce in Garrett two Wilson. young stars. Yeah. And like for guys like that,
5: like hard knocks can be helpful. <sighs> yeah, it can elevate them. Yes. I can it can elevate them. I don't know who the bubble guys will be. Like they'll be there will be bubble guys. There always are, right? Oh yeah. I or mean just I don't know enough about Jets Camp to know who those bubble guys are. Yeah, the the
1: problem is We have, we've lost one of the signature shots of hard knocks with Aaron Rodgers. Typically, one of the opening shots is let's get the starting quarterback's hot wife or hot girlfriend. And we're not going to obviously have that one. Who's he have? Who's he? It's, he's,
5: no one in the past. Who's he dated in the past?
1: Well, he's, well, we've had, let's see, Olivia Munn. (laughs) We had Danica Patrick. Yeah, that's right. We had Shailene Woodley. Um, I think this will be a lot like my favorite from last year. Everyone knows my affinity for Jared Goff and thinking that he's underrated. Last year, it was perfect. They had to—they were trying to get the establishing shot of Goff's super hot fiancé, I believe now wife, but come on, she wasn't moving from L.A. to Detroit. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so they're like, Aww. hey, can you like FaceTime her like, or oh, something? Like, did they just, do that? It was just an all-timer. You could tell with Goff, he's like, are you really serious, guys? Like, You're going to make me do this?
5: That's fantastic. All right. Also, by the way, out is a new Johnny Manziel documentary, which uh, it's called Netflix on Netflix. Is it Untold? Is that what it is? Untold Johnny Football. So we got a
1: pretty good season of Untold coming up because I believe it's going to be bookended by Johnny Football to start, and then we get the Urban Meyer at Florida. So
5: Untold is a series? like a series. That's where, like, the Tim Donahue, the – Oh, right. Uh, okay. The mouse at the palace. Like right. there's usually like so four or five from. a season. Well, so untold Johnny football is is this one, and in it, he reveals he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He tempted suicide after the Browns cut him in 2016. He used oxycontin and cocaine and dropped 40 pounds in about nine months. The same year, refused to seek treatment. He was accused of domestic violence against his then girlfriend in January. Charges were eventually dismissed. Two agents fired him as a client. His family, out of answers. Dramatic fall for Manziel. I mean, I think, here's the thing. And honestly, it's relevant to the Joss stuff a little bit, right? Sure. Meteoric superstar rise, lightly recruited, yeah. When you look at when you look at at these people you will say how do they make these decisions mm-hmm. right what an idiot right yep. as if uh, why can't you see what's in front of you as yeah. if they are and again i'm not, i'm separating now i'm going to separate from – as if they are rational actors at all times and they make rational decisions or or why did they choose the irrational path given that there they are sitting there and there's choice a is this and choice b is that and choice a leads to fame glory and riches and choice b loosed leads, leads to just why did you choose that right what's what what were you possibly thinking what as you were adding up the pros and cons what did you put on the pro list for the uh uh, you be you know going to party in Las Vegas during sure. before the game for Johnny Manziel right? Yeah. And what happens is, and this is true of real people too, me included in low moments, you're not a rational actor. Correct. You're just like you're yeah. just a you're. Well, you are you're dealing like, with you're self medicating. M- self medicating. Yeah. Your uh mental 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 issues, whatever it is, mental like here he's diagnosed with bipolar. He's uh, he's t- taking OxyContin. He's not. It is this notion that what? What are you thinking? Like, like, no. What he is is he is an incredibly troubled guy at this moment who has diagnosed with bipolar. He's on he's addiction and he's out of control.
1: Yes. And, way... he's, and he's been, th- he has gone from relative
5: obscurity right. to. And did that have something to do that? Ex- would that have happened? But for, who knows? I, the bipolar would have. Like bipolar sure. isn't, doesn't, doesn't depend on instant fame, but does some of the other stuff worsened by. hundred percent. Because 100%. you're under stress and spotlight. Yes. Absolutely. So to me, it's, it's, it's a reminder that when people are acting irrationally, it's because they're They could be in a mental health crisis. Well, and also,
1: like, when you are that level of famous, when you're in your 20s particularly, like, especially for, like, I think about, like, when I was just in, like, early 20s, like, you're susceptible just to these unbelievable mood swings. And
5: yes, yes. And I think that's it, too. Early 20s, alcohol, drugs. hundred percent. Like, when you tell me, what was Joth thinking the second time he had a gun in a video? He wasn't. Correct. (laughs) Like, he wasn't. Um... So, yeah, that's what's happening. So, it's uh, – is Johnny football still compelling? Not really. I I mean, I you know – Like, I'm going to watch this because, like, I – Here's the thing. Here's Well, partly he's no longer compelling because it's over now, too. Like, if there was some chance of him coming – like, but it's over now, and he's not even a – here's the interesting thing to me, too, is now he's 30, okay? He's 30. He played in the CFL – in 2018, AAF in 2019, 2021, and 22 with the zappers of fan-controlled football.
1: Yeah, I think he, I think he had an ownership league. stake in that league.
5: And But now, here it is. Manziel's immediate plans to hang out in Texas, work out, prepare to watch Texas A&M play in person more this season. He wants to be more involved with the school. Football is behind him now, he said. He's looking forward to spending more time with family and... And he gets on the golf course four or five days a week. Does Johnny Manziel have to work again? Like, what's.
1: It seems to me like no. I think he's also opening a bar. Um, but no, it seems to me like he, he doesn't.
5: He probably, you think he's made enough money that yeah, he I mean, can, or play, saved enough money? Let me tell you what, if you're playing golf else. four or five days a week, you've got money. <laughs> kind of like interesting to like the rest of your life is just being the guy who used to be Johnny Manziel. At age thirty, I mean, this wouldn't be the first time we've seen somebody do this. All right, uh, moving on from that, a uh, couple other things I wanted to get to. One is the Jaguars, the Jaguars, the Jaguars. They have a they have new urinals in their practice facility, and um, a reporter went into the, Scott Hanson. Scott Hansen went into. Uh,
1: thanks be to the NFL Network for finally getting rid of uh, uh, Andrew Siciliano's reign and terror on me on Red Zone.
5: And um, and here he is uh, with a, in, a, hard, with hitting a report. hard hitting report on the urinals. Here we go. Here we go. Sometimes it's hard to get yourself when you first step to that urinal, you know? Yeah, no, be a of course. Yeah, uh, I, there, there's, there's people this, in here. This is mimicking, there's people watching. This is mimicking the urinal. We delay. don't even have dividers. <laughs> right. You're about
6: to see the most advanced urinals in all of professional sports. Jacksonville Jaguar's headquarters, all right, that's a sensor that will measure your hydration level. If the light turns green when you go, you're good. If it's yellow, you need to hydrate some more. If it's red, you're probably going
7: to get a notice from the athletic trainers and maybe have an IV.
1: So Jeff, for any of us that have played yes. high school football, this is this is groundbreaking stuff. Okay. Rather than rather than getting the color coded card that your coaches would give you, letting you know how hydrated you are, we got a urinal the that can card, do it for us. Wait, the
5: card? Yeah. So it's it was like it was a uh, color of urine. Correct. Would let really, you know. you got a color of urine card? hmm And let you know how hydrated mm-hmm. you are. Yes. And
1: now and then the other one was Coach Austin always say you should wake up at four a.m. to pee. Okay, so I'm not n- sure if that was science <laughs> or not, but
2: <laughs> So listen, now, whatever
1: coach
5: said, we just kind of went a long way. Now, you step to the urinal, mm-hmm. you pee, yes. and you get an instant readout. We get a red light, green light, yellow Would this would this first of all, is this intrusive? Is this intrusive, man? What's next? I'll oh, put one in the t- Well, in the, so the other the thing, that was,
1: the thing that was really funny was because Hanson's just doing this video from his phone. This is just hard-hitting reporting. Good stuff yeah. out there uh-huh. from, from Scott. Um, I first thought he said you're going to step up. You're going to step up to the urinal and it's going to measure your height. <laughs> but no, he's <laughs> saying measure, hydration. I was like, I
5: was like, that's a height. little
1: invasive.
5: <laughs> like, come on, dude. It's like, gonna measure. Yeah, it's yeah gonna like, me- it feels like it's going to measure everything. Correct. Right? It feels like a little camera there. It's going to measure. I think it's a little. I think it's a little much. A little much, yeah. I mean, just keep yourself damn hydrated. I don't need to see the the the. Jeff, we can't be missing practice for <laughs> cramps. <laughs> we can't be missing yeah. practice for cramps, um, and they are. You know, I it, I guess you know that's you, you get the money, you deal with a little intrusiveness, including the measuring of your urine. Um, Titans. Terrell Williams will coach. Will handle the whole thing. He's assistant head coach over there at the Titans. He is going to be coaching this week against the Bears, not because Mike Vrabel has a family conflict, not because Mike Vrabel is ill, not because for any reason other than they want to give Williams the experience of coaching. And uh he is black, and in a league where there aren't nearly enough black head coaches, um, part of the idea here is to – give every possible advantage and prepare someone as best as possible to step in and be a head coach someday on their own. What do you think of this decision?
1: I like the move. Um, this is kind of similar to when Andy Reid would basically Andy in, the, in the preseason, like he'd always let uh, bien basically did, run hell, the show. A hell of
5: a lot of good did Eric bien Yeah. Um, in, terms I, of, in terms of getting hired. But who knows what else was there. Yeah, I, I think with anyway, yes. I
1: think it's a more complicated – I think that this is, you know, you can make the arguments like somewhat symbolic, but are we all, we're all in agreement? Like this can't hurt. It cannot possibly like it's hurt. a promotional
5: thing at the minimum. Yeah, it's a it's who doesn't want yes more authority, more responsibility, more whatever else. And there is a difference between and this doesn't I, feel I, empty to honest. me. I don't think it will make him any more likely to be hired. I agree with you on that. Like, he'll be hired based on how well the Titans do, how well he interviews, mm. his reputation, all of that. I do think it raises his profile, though. Someone raises his profile, and I do think if he then does get to be a head coach, it'll be comfortable having done this once, you know. Oh, think, for sure. I think it certainly helps. Anything you can do um, absolutely helps. And I do think, by the way, shout out to the Titans for doing it. Well, Like, and, yeah, I think that, that's my other to thing. the it's Titans like, for doing it. At least, like, you know, you can have experiments that maybe don't work, but, like, at least there's some effort here. Yeah, some thinking's gone into it. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, speaking on the Lions and the quarterback situation, I don't know who the backup quarterback was before Teddy Bridgewater, but uh, Teddy Bridgewater... Well, it's
1: Hendon, you know, it's Hendon Hooker, but Hendon's got the ACL. yeah. Yeah.
5: So, but does, there, there must be another quarterback in there who's throwing passes Oh, right uh, yeah, now. I mean, I and, think we're still in the point where we have, like, four or five quarterbacks. Right, there must be someone else in there but Teddy Bridgewater who has been out uh went and signed up signed on with the and Detroit he was Lions. familiar with uh Campbell with the Saints I mean, when Teddy was I think it makes sense how big a drop off if Nate Jared Sudfeld if Jared Goff gets hurt uh drop off
1: yeah but Teddy's like the perfect like if like if something happens to Goff Bridgewater's the guy that you can bring in and like maintain like Especially in a division where there's not a clear-cut favorite, like if something happens to Golf, Bridgewater can kind of,
5: you know, Absolutely. pardon the can pun, be a bridge you. guy until either. Well, yes, and and the critics of Jared Goff would say he's just a game manager anyway. Yeah, and, and they the haven't critics watched the of, of Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. would say he's just a game manager anyway. Uh, uh, Bills camp, Kyle Allen's look terrible. By the way, that surprise you? Mm. He's, he's a he's a good buddy's— uh, with Josh Allen, and so they're not going to get rid of him. But as I, I'm, not very really comfortable with the backup quarterback situation. Yeah, but let's be real. If Josh if something happens to Josh Allen, hurt, Josh Allen anyway, like, it's it's over. That's it's why, like the Bing, Do
1: you care? Like whoever the Bengals backup is no, right now, like it's
5: all she wrote. Right, you can, you can get by a game or two, maybe right. Depending on who they're playing. Oh, as,
1: as Chris Berman's always said, the, the sign of a good team is can they win a game with their backup quarterback? There you go. That is the sign mm-hmm. of a
5: good team. Uh, so uh, there you go. Any other uh, particular NFL NFL news you wish to focus on? That wraps it up for me for the day. I will tell you, by the way, that uh, today is Tuesday, which means tomorrow's Wednesday, which means we're at Bounty down. on Broad, it is wine down. We're winding up towards the NFL, but we're winding. I mean, down. Jeff already smelled football in the air this morning. We're, di- we're d- winding down uh, at Bounty on Broad. We're half price glasses of wine, half price bottles of wine. On Wednesday, and I always tell you to go there and get the oysters. And by all means, that by all means, that would be great. You know, you could also go get the bottle of wine and just do dessert. They've got they've got a milk chocolate goat cheese cake um, with espresso cookie crust. Now, some people love goat cheese, other people hate goat cheese. I like me some goat cheese, and the milk chocolate goat cheese cake sounds delicious with espresso co- cookie crust. They also have the dark chocolate sea salt souffle. Uh, almond financier, which is interesting. Sounds like something that would be involved uh, with, uh, I don't know, with the private equity. Fund. What, what yeah. is an uh, almond financier? Sounds like someone's going to invest in Florida State football. And then an Earl Grey creme brulee. There you go. Milk chocolate, goat cheesecake, dark chocolate, sea salt souffle, almond financier, or Earl Grey Creme brulee. That's just the desserts. I could I could entertain you just by reading you the menu from Bounty on Broad. It's absolutely fabulous. Uh, and tomorrow is Wine Down Wednesday. Half price bottles of wine. Half price glasses of wine. Four one zero eight one three one four one zero eight one three one two five one nine Broad Avenue. When we return, we'll talk to Chris Harrington. Uh, and then fish on Friday on Tuesday. It is the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN.
3: Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show, weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station.
7: Fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you the freshest seasonal picks. So no matter how you shop, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund, guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
6: Save with Summer Freshable deals on 12-pack cans of Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or Canada Dry, just 3.99 each with your card and digital coupon. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Your window into affordable luxury is Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis. At Pella, we offer quality replacement windows at any budget.
7: I can't believe the price of my new windows. They were so affordable.
6: If I knew I could afford windows and doors as gorgeous as these, I would have chosen Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis years ago. Right now, save 25% on your entire project or get 50% off installation. The highest quality, the greatest value. Choose Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis, your window into affordable luxury.
4: Response to the all-new Genesis Diamonds has been incredible. Hey, it's Eric Hasseltine, and people are loving what Genesis has brought to Memphis. It's a mind-blowing selection, and pricing. Is-
2: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
4: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.